0: Live from Cool Boys Central, from Bat-tips to (laughs) Bat-nips, we are just three Cool Boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. (laughs) This is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast.
1: I will see Batman and Beyond.
0: Greetings, Cool Boy Bat-nation. And welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh So cool. Tonight's episode is Joker's Favor, directed by Boyd Kirkland, written by Paul Dini, originally aired September 11th. Whoa. 1992 weekday also january 31st 1993 in prime time features the joker and harley quinn first appearance of harley quinn i think maybe
1: no i don't think so we've already had her
0: wikipedia says after a man named (laughs) charlie comes oh no charlie (laughs) collins Curses at the Joker (laughs) on the road for offensive driving. The clown Prince of Crime corners him and intimidates him into doing him a small favor. Quote, unquote, small favor. Two years pass and the Joker finally decides how to use Charlie to sneak a bomb into the Peregrinators Club. Where Commissioner Gordon is to give a speech at an awards ceremony. Charlie who merely has to open the door, is skeptical at first, but for the sake of his family, he reluctantly decides to obey. Note, this episode features the debut appearance of the Joker's accomplice and love interest, Harley Ooh. Quinn, validating my earlier statement. Wait, really? Wait, I thought we've already seen her. I guess we haven't? No, I guess. I, I can't think of when we have.
2: The Christmas?
0: I, or No, I don't think she was in that.
1: Okay, well, here's the other thing. It says it's also the first appearance of the Joker, if you go by air date, not production order. Uh, production order, it's the Christmas with the Joker episode. But <laughs> this, this is the first thing that's. Uh... I know, but this is the first time Joker is seen on air. So when you're watching this, this was our first introduction to Joker episode. Yeah. Uh, back in 1992 on September 11th, as Felk pointed out, and great it's a great introduction of Joker. You get an everyday guy who you know, all of a sudden you know is you know gets essentially try to run off the road by cops by Batman, and then all of a sudden the Joker tries to fuck with them, but he doesn't realize it's Joker. Gets road rage, and then it's fucking Joker, and now he's screwed for the rest of his life, and Joker haunts him. I think it's I think this is a wonderful like open, and what a what a great introduction to the Joker for everyone.
2: Well, one thing I thought that was kind of fun was just how uh, the Joker tracks him down and gives him his two cents yeah or, uh, you know so it, or it starts off already kind of playful the guy is just like i want to give you my two cents and he's uh, having this road rage and and then he's trying to avoid the joker and the joker like tracks him down and you think that he's going to you know kill him or something and he just throws him his two cents and it's, and it's like tell me what you're gonna say yeah i thought that was kind of badass
1: Totally, and super menacing. Joker looks super menacing in this lighting that's being done, where he's kind of backlit, like almost by his own headlights or something, and crazy. And he's just like, I, you think he's gonna kill this guy? He reaches in his coat at one point, right, Steve, and, like, like he's gonna pull a gun out and shoot like fucking this Charlie guy right in the face. I who knows? He could have if it wasn't Charlie said he'd do anything, which you know could have been a blow All we know, sexual, yeah, easily.
2: And then once and, again, uh, they do a two year jump or they just do a time jump that seems to be a common you know storytelling device that they're, they're doing in these early episodes is uh introducing sure. somebody and then they jumping in time either like a, a year or two yeah
1: poison ivy right what well, was poison ivy that was a, a few year jump if i recall like a, a six year jump or something like that i uh five years it was five year jump
0: yeah back in the olden days of sepia
1: yeah of sepia or sepia, um, even in uh, upcoming episodes, um, like uh, the Clock King. I think that's a seven-year jump in that one. So, yeah, they did. They did. A, they, did a, they did a lot, especially around this period of time. I I really enjoyed this episode, and it it may be one of my you know favorites as a kid. I I don't know. I really liked the everyday guy quality of this Charlie, and just the way he was kind of haunted by Joker, and like Joker was this. Threat that was always looming over him, it, you know, for two whole years, always looming over him. I thought that was kind of cool, and I, I really got into it.
2: I like how they introduced that as something that was haunting him, kind of later on. Like you don't really realize that he had to uh, change his identity, and he was constantly running from the Joker. I know. And, oh my god! Uh, to make him, you know, basically snap. Totally. the to point the and it is it is about a breaking man, breaking the, the everyday man. Hmm.
1: Yeah, really. For two years, Joker was popping in and out of his life. You know, like he could be at the cafe and all of a sudden he get like a guy would lower a menu and it'd be like the Joker. He's just hanging out there, kind of monitoring him, watching him, keeping track of him. It'd be harrowing. Go to do your laundry at the laundromat and all of a sudden, you know, Joker puts his laundry in there with yours. And then you have that accident where you both have to like, you know, separate your laundry. You guys ever had that issue? No. No, me neither. I have no idea what
0: you're talking about. <laughs>
2: uh, one thing I thought that was interesting, though, was that this had a, this episode had an internal monologue. They don't usually do that, uh, so they had Charlie in, in in his voice talking. I think it started in Act Two where he's uh, has a, has an internal monologue. I thought that was interesting.
1: Oh, kind of like Goodfellas, huh? Uh, I don't know if it was like Goodfellas. I think it was no. But I'm just saying, like the end of Goodfellas, right? He's in witness protection. And he's like doing he's like, up, you know, he's on a, a perfect suburban lawn or whatever. And he's like mowing or something or getting the newspaper. And uh, Charlie's just fucking around with his kids in the front yard, too. It's kind of a little bit like that.
2: Right. I think it's just when he's trying to uh, get everybody's attention. Like later yeah. on, he's like thinking about how do I how do I get Batman's attention or what am I supposed to do? And, and instead of it's oh. like they're giving him like an actual internal monologue of him, like. Wait, is that internalized or does he say it out loud? I think it's internalized.
1: Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. He does do that later. You're right. Um, I didn't remember it earlier when he was uh, doing the uh, – when you were talking about it, like, in front of the scene. Um, right now we're seeing Joker's lair and his goons, and one of his goons is, you know, reading a Tiny Toons adventure comic. Branding. Branding. Corporate synergy. We just had our introduction to Harley, and um, I I was uh, – you know, I, I didn't realize. Is that really
0: our first introduction to Harley? Like yes. I, I swore we saw earlier. I'm trusting Wikipedia.
1: Okay. Well, anyways, um, we also had Joker bust out uh, Charlie's ID. And guys, Charles Collins lives at Woodhurst Drive, Gotham Estates, New York. His ID expires on March 17, 1995. His sex is male. His hair is brown. His eyes are – what color? What do you think? I don't know. Brown? Brown. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, Steve. Um, his height, 5'10". His weight? 182, his date of birth, March 17th, 1946. So, guys, they have one more bit of information here on his ID. It's just these numbers, 36D2434. So, I guess he's a 36D bust, a 24 uh, waist, and uh, 34 hips.
0: Bauer, do you think on real license plates, or real driver's licenses, they actually put down dementia, like breast measurements for women? You see, yes. This is a thing for you. Mine does. It has your tits? Yeah, mine has my
2: tit size. Absolutely. Huh? You know, we, I think we saw her first in the laugh. Was the Did we see the laughing fish? Has that?
1: No. I don't think we, we've done. We have not gotten there yet. Uh, when okay. The mayor's been attacked and all that stuff. No, that's not. Oh, right. yeah,
2: no. Um, what,
1: one of these things that we also see in Act 2 is a uh, lemonade stand, and it says 10 cents. Ten cents for lemonade. I have a little girl down the street who has a lemonade stand, and she charges like a $1.99. Sounds like a real bitch. So prices have gone up for lemonade. I, also, no one's stopping at this little girl's stand because she's charging practically $2 for lemonade. So nobody's interested, you know, and, and she has the tiniest cups. You, sh-
0: you,
2: should, you should call
0: ice on her. I, oh, no.
2: I think right now, is Harley Quinn going to use the freeze gas or something or is that later on that's about to happen i thought i thought it was interesting that they have a gas that could actually freeze people
1: oh yes joker really doesn't have stuff like that it's kind of a weird thing to like tie in with i guess it's by only by having gas really um yeah yeah but it is it is kind of a cool thing it's very, it's very, uh, Mr. Freezy, I guess, in real,
2: realistic. But they're like frozen, but his eyes are moving. So and he starts. They're paralyzed. Sweating. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're, they're, they're it's a better, better, better description. Yeah.
1: We have Harley dressed as uh, Mercy Graves practically when she, uh, you know, gets Charlie off the airport. Did you guys notice that? No. Harley Quinn was dressed as like yeah she. So that was apparently the inspiration for Mercy Graves. Um, Harley Quinn when she picked up Charlie at the airport as a chauffeur, she. Uh, she she was dressed as what the Mercy Graves outfit, and way later that's how they design Mercy Graves based around that look
2: for uh, Superman. Very fuckable.
1: Yeah, for the Superman animated series, yeah, and in fact, uh, in the world's finest, uh, Harley actually dresses up as uh, Mercy Graves in that. Very fuckable. There you go, rat. Full circle, full circle, and Harley dresses up as a hottie police officer. And uh, coming up in this uh, police ball, which is pretty hot. She's she's got some some little numbers in this one, along with her Harley Quinn outfit.
2: Fuckable. Fuckable Harley.
1: <laughs> so yeah, did you guys like this episode? Phil, did you like this episode?
2: Not really. You know, I thought it was fun, but it kind of ran long for me. I have a little note here that this is one of the few episodes uh, instances in, uh, of Batman laughing. Oh yeah, where it's not mm-hmm. uh, sarcastic—that it's actual genuine amusement that he gets out of uh, Charlie's little end piece, where it's just a, a fake out.
1: All along, yep. Batman does, yeah. That is, yeah, that's true. That doesn't happen often. I can't recall of other times. What other times would it have been? Do you have a list? Nope. Well, it's an okay episode. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I like how the third act, you get like, you know, or maybe it's an act two, you get, you know, an Arsenio Hall reference by Harley, you know, with her, you know, whoop,
2: whoop, 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 whoop. she gets harassed by Harvey Bullock, too.
1: She does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Bullock is a, is a monster in this one, too. He's just eating everything. Like he's <laughs> going crazy. He's eating like fucking muffins off of people's plates and so forth.
0: Did you know Bullock yeah. was based on Harvey Weinstein? He Was he really? No, but I mean, he might as well have been. Dude, I think that's an exclusive. Eating everything, yeah. trying to fuck everything. Look at him, twisting his hands. Um, and I'm gonna rape that. Uh-oh, see? He's trying to like put his foot up her skirt and everything. Is that what he was trying to do? I didn't know what the foot thing was. Like, was, like he was like, healing like, right in like the he, foot. he wanted to put his foot on her. Like that's a weird thing to do.
1: First time he ever meets this, you know, stripper, right? And he immediately, like, presents himself to her, practically. <laughs> how, how often do you think Montoya gets this shit, you know? Like, uh, whatever, like, daily, uh, weekly? Like, oh, poor Montoya.
0: That's a good point. That's sad. If you want that promotion.
1: Well, after, after Joker gets, you know, Harley to freeze everybody, paralyzes everybody, and then, you know, sets a bomb and sets the stakes and whatnot... Uh, Batman, you know, sees what Charlie sets off the, uh, as Steve mentioned, the, uh, the bat symbol and they're trying to like, you know, get Batman somehow. And Batman does see it, but Batman shows up and immediately
2: like, Batman chases the goons. It's Alfred, Alfred once again is the one that notices. Yeah,
1: you're right. Alfred does see it and he tells Batman. <laughs> um, but as soon as Batman starts chasing one of the goons, one of the goons gets immediately crushed. <laughs> did, you, did, you,
2: did you guys see this? The first goon is killed. He's dead. I didn't notice that, but I I had I had to know about what kind of museum is this? It's and they, and later on. There's like drop away floors with spikes. Oh yeah, and, and poison, poison darts. tip darts. And like this isn't something yeah. that the Joker made. He like went there to uh, go blow up or something. He like, calls
1: it out. He goes, "They even put in poison tip darts." <laughs> I it's like, like what the what? fuck? Yeah, what museum would do that? That you'd potentially walk through a corridor and set off poison-tipped darts and die. Only the best museums. I like. I liked how Charlie is the one that beats Joker in this episode, as you point out, making Batman laugh and so forth. But I like that. I liked how Charlie did it. Like, and it's his way of like getting back. It's like kind of like falling down, like Michael Douglas falling down. You know, one one guy is one bad day, uh-huh. and like, and but you know. Instead, Michael Douglas, I think, dies at the end of Falling Down. Spoiler
0: alert. Also, that character was beating his wife long before that movie started, so you might not have paid too much attention to the movie Falling Down. It wasn't like one bad day. He was already pretty fucked up.
1: He was beating his wife? I definitely... I've only saw this movie back when I was a kid. Yes. I've
0: definitely not revisited it. She had a restraining order against this character. The... uh, For hitting her and stuff.
1: So he has a lot of bad days, but but that was his worst day. Yes. I guess is what you're saying.
2: I thought it was kind of funny how uh, when Charlie was confronting the Joker at the end, he's the Joker is basically calling for Batman to uh, save him. He's you know, so it's like
1: yeah, he does yell. He's
2: given up and he's screaming for Batman to come because he he's thinks that he's gonna die.
1: Just a game, absolutely. It went too far. It absolutely went too far for him at that point. No question.
2: That's why he was calling for Batman, save me.
1: Batman kills someone in this one because, like, you see – and, Steve, it's coming up, and I want you to see this when it comes up. All right. Batman pushes essentially with his batarang hitting the guy's, like, you know, fucking weapon, knocking the guy into a, a statue that falls over and crushes him. They cut away, and you never see him alive again. <laughs> He's dead. He's absolutely dead. It's coming up. Um, You know one of the things that happens, too, at the end with Joker – and the whole Charlie thing is that he, he like to succumb to it all and all and to say like, you know, no more. I will, I will no longer follow you. And here's the proof. He hands over all his notebooks. Right. So it's one thing to be like, OK, you come think on, that Joker actually like I don't think gave so. him all the notebooks. Like he doesn't have anything copied possibly. But regardless of that, what an analog world that is. That you could just take someone essentially at, at their word and be like, okay, this book is all the information they have on them. Like the digital age, there's no way that would be the case. He'd be like, what do you mean? He can go simply to the internet and look me up on a, various different types of like, you know, person searching sites or whatever, or Facebook. And
2: I mean, remember how he, when he had to go find the records for the you know uh, TV star and that other one? He, instead of having an IMDb, he had to go to the records to find out the name of Simon Trent. You know, there's there's a lot of that where you just like all this. Uh,
1: there's an episode coming up. Uh, actually, I think it's the next episode. So uh, two boy, uh, two boy nation, cool boy nation. Tune in for um, our next episode for Vendetta, in which Batman has to go to the zoo or <laughs> yeah. Ocean World to learn about crocodiles for some reason. That was so silly. Yeah. It's go- oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. But that's another episode. So we'll do that one later. They live in
2: caves.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, guys, I want to start. I'm going to give this uh, four out of five boys. I liked this episode a lot. I doesn't have much to say. It's very simplified because you are following this this kind of classic story archetype of like – uh you know uh, uh, a man on a bad day and like everything's spinning out of that but overcoming it all and it's a great arc and it's and you follow this completely you know ancillary character which i loved uh being charlie so i liked it i really liked it and i loved how charlie bested joker four out of five boys for me
0: i give it three i give it two boys
1: you guys want to expand like steve you think it's just down the road middle meh
2: yeah, I had kind of uh, said that before. You know, it's like a fun idea, but it just kind of lingers too long. And uh, it's already, you know, it's only 20 minutes. So what do you start, like, looking at your watch, and it, I don't know, it, like you said, it didn't have a lot to say. It, they, they could have gone more.
1: That's why they have Bullock, you know, sexually harassing everybody and eating all the food.
2: It, had, it started, you know, a lot of times, a lot of these episodes start off well with a fun idea. And then it's just like, it just has to end with, them getting caught at the end, so it's it, it kind of is a little lackluster, but uh, and this one, it, it just uh, kind of petered out for me, I guess.
1: Felic, how about you? Why two out of five?
0: Uh, it's it normalizes sexual harassment. It shames baldness and comb overs. Uh, the only thing I really liked was that the Joker actually says like, I I, I mean he doesn't say I'll kill, but he basically he basically says like you're to the Charlie, so like your your wife and child are gone. Like, that's the scariest thing the Joker's done so far. But of course, it never happens because it's a kid's show. True. It's not as adult as I remember it. And this episode is a big part of that. How, like, he's, he's in trouble for cussing at the Joker, but he can't cuss. Road rage. He can't say, fuck you, Joker. You cunt. <laughs> no, he couldn't say, fuck you. No, for sure. Great bat stuff, gentlemen. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week, same Cool Bat Time, same Cool Bat Channel. Cool Bat Nation, be sure to let us Bat know what you Bat thought of Joker's Favor, or what your favorite Bat episode is by Bat emailing us at Beyond. coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes of Batman and Beyond come out every Tuesday. Also... Please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with The Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon, where The Cool Boys have an uncensored discussion about five so-cool movies, everything ranging from bods to dongs and all the boners they have given us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and Facebook group us at The Cool Boys Podcast. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for The Cool Boys Podcast. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes at the Cool Boys Podcast. And if you like, you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boy shout-out on the Cool Boys Podcast that airs every Tuesday. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Beisies from Felk.
2: That's Beise's from Ballard. And Beise's from Steven. So cool. Batman. And Beyond. Oh yeah.
1: Batman. And Beyond. Oh yeah.